0: It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. You know what that means. That means we've been blessed and fortunate and wealth, highly favored to get to do what we do again, like we doing it for TV. And we look so pretty while we doing it. Too pretty for radio, but hey, we here anyway, streaming across the world. To all the boys and girls, all the groovy parents, all the dope hipsters, all the techies, all the nerds, all the All the the goons, all the hustlers, everybody in the trenches and anybody in between. All the Wall Street gangsters and all the gangsters on the corner. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hope you having a beautiful day. All my preachers behind the pulpit, hope you having a beautiful day. All my sisters serenading with them super, super soulful songs. Hope you having a beautiful day. All my girls out here feeling like they in the middle of a, Female revolution and they out here letting it express themselves. I hope y'all having a beautiful day too. Whether you slinging crack rack or got a wicked jump shot, I hope you having a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Happy Sunday, y'all! Happy Sunday. I'm here to bring you the news, previews, reviews. Just a twist of my ghetto point of view. As always, you can get at me. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O. His ghetto points. P-O-I-N-T of O F view. V-I-E-W. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. I always, always, always appreciate all of the interesting questions, comics, critiques I get is much appreciated it helps the show grow you have no idea how much your insight your feedback can help me out so please continue to send them my way his ghetto point of view at gmail.com feel free to also find us on instagram and all other dope platforms his ghetto point of view at gmail.com also on IG Facebook Twitter etc find me where you be at and I'll be there I'll be there don't you know, baby, yeah, yeah, word, you know what I mean, I'm feeling good today, it's Sunday, it's been a long week, it's been a hectic week, but you know what, it's been a beautiful week, you know why it's been a beautiful week, because I'm here and I get to talk to y'all, the greatest audience in the universe, the greatest audience in the galaxy, the greatest audience in the cosmos, I get to kick it with y'all, I get to build with y'all, so everything that's going through the week is just bullshit, And as long as it leads me up to this amazing conversation with you guys, that I'm blessed. And I'm super blessed. And don't forget now as well, his Ghetto Point of View will be on Wednesdays now as well. So Wednesdays and Sundays, each and every Wednesday and each and every Sunday, make sure you come through, get your news, reviews, previews with just the twist of my Ghetto Point of View, you dig me? Wednesdays and Sundays, Wednesdays and Sundays. This past Wednesday, we had our inaugural show. It was absolutely amazing. The energy was great. The love in the building was real. I can't complain, man. I can't say enough about it. It was a great, great show. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, favorite the show. Whatever platform you want, you have different ways that you can be notified. So make sure you hit the notifications bell or the like bell or the favorite bell or the love bell. Make sure you're sharing this on all the platforms you're on. Share it to your Facebook. Share it to your share it to your Instagram, share it to your snaps, share it to your IG, let people know that you will definitely dig in his ghetto point of view, let them know that Phantom's point of view is one that you rock with, Phantom Fuego, definitely got something spicy to talk about, let them know you like the guests that come on my show, let them know that you love the stuff I talk about, let them know that you hate what I say, and he be talking a lot of high trash, but you tune in anyway, because you can't wait to tell me how wrong I am, either way, it's appreciated, I love it. I love the hate, too, because all publicity is good publicity, so make sure you please like, comment, subscribe, favorite the show, get your notification bells up, tell a friend to tell a friend, his Ghetto Point of View is on, we rocking. we're available on Spotify, we're available on Google, we're available on Apple Podcasts now, Thank, thanks to the good people over at Apple for officially making us a partner and allowing us to partner with them, it's gonna be a great, great ride. His Ghetto Point of View is now available not only on Spotify, Overcast, Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast. We we, we growing, man. It's it's, it's a great feeling. Google Podcast. Uh, If I didn't say that already, thank you. And, of course, the people that we could do nothing without. Shouts to the people. Shouts to the great, great team over at Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the home of His Ghetto Point of View. Anchor.fm is the home of His Ghetto Point of View. Anchor.fm is the home. The home, the home of his ghetto point of view. And it's with their great help that we get to do all these amazing things and get to be broadcast all across the world. So definitely shout out to the team over at Anchor FM. Yeah, man, it's his ghetto point of view, bringing you the news, previews, reviews, with just a twist of my ghetto point of view. We got a lot of great topics we're going to get into tonight. A lot, a lot, a lot of great topics that we're going to get into tonight. But before we get into anything, let's jump into some tunes. Let's jump into some tunes. Make sure you love. Make sure you like. Share. Make sure you stream all these people's music. Make sure you help them run it up. Shout out to the to the goddess Merce, the Big Body Benz. She's you know, on on a new adventure, traveling, uh, moving from New York right now and starting a new journey in her life. Make sure you tune into her, Merce, the Big Body Benz. Definitely, her new music is beautiful. She's also into the she's into the cause. And if you need a spiritual reading, you know. Merce the Goddess, you know, she can definitely bless you, let you see what's in your future, let you know what the cards hold in store for you. So, you know, if you if you are so inclined, definitely hit up Merce the Big Body Benz and let her see what's in the cards, what the cards got lined up for you. Also, shouts to old Henny Cornelius. Make sure you're streaming that Revolutionary Ratchet. Make sure you're streaming that Revolutionary Ratchet. Make sure you're streaming that Revolutionary Ratchet. Shouts to Brooklyn Wildlife. Much love and appreciation. I just performed it there. The Free World Festival in conjunction with Brooklyn Wildlife, Artery, and uh, a ton of other amazing vendors and venues. And event throwers, shout out to Six Fat Tight and his Mixed Messages team. Shout out to Marcus Demery. Uh, everybody, shout out to Vladic, Shout out to everybody that's in the Artery space. Shout out to everybody that's in the Brooklyn Wildlife space. Shout out to Henny Cornelius and Smoke Some Jokes team. I mean, it's, it's just been an amazing time. It's been an amazing ride. And i just say I'm blessed and honored and, you know, highly favored to know so many amazing people and uh, have them dig what I do, my artistic sensibilities, my sound, my creative vibes enough that they want me to be involved in whatever they're doing in the energy that I have. They want me to add it to the collective energy that they're putting together. And you know, we form like Voltron and manifest even bigger on these fools. We form like Voltron and manifest even bigger on these fools. Say what? We form like Voltron and manifest even bigger on these fools. I ain't playing in this game. Mechanic, I knows my tools. Woo! Don't get me spitting balls on here. I ain't winning for games. I play. I break the rules. I ain't winning for games. I break the rules. <laughs> Don't get me spitting. Don't get me spitted. I ain't one on. I ain't one for games to break the rules. Reverse playing this guess. Reverse playing that chess. You guess my. You guess the, Oh, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just doing. I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. But again, it's your boy Finn I'm just in a great mood, man. My energy's on ten thousand right now. You know, had some good eats. Shouts to the fam good sunday meal drinking some good essential water trying to keep the body properly hydrated people telling me i'm losing weight telling me i'm looking better you know so I'm, i'm thankful for that man i'm thankful for the opportunity just to have good water just to be able to you know try to get myself healthy get my mind right get my body right get my spirit right get myself focused keep pushing keep grinding hard trying to see what the rest of this year has in store And what else can we manifest going forward into the new year? You know, things are looking great. Things are looking wonderful. Things are looking amazing. Things are looking exciting. But in every amazing, exciting opportunity and every adventure, there's risk. And, you know, they say every time you decide to show up and you get yourself, you know, in the mode to go, you make yourself a little braver each time. You make yourself a little more locked in, a little better you have now a new story to tell, something else to add to your narrative. You have a new part of your your adventure that you're writing right here, as we speak. You know you're manifesting yourself in the stars. You're gonna, you get, you're building your own statues. You're creating your own empire. And so, you know, I'm thankful just to be able to have those opportunities to write in my book and continue to add to my legacy and to continue to build my legend and to continue to build up my empire. And hopefully, one day, my name will be the name that I don't have to say. Because I done worked so hard when I walk in the room. Everybody like, yo, yo, that's Phantom. Yo, yo, that's Phantom Fuego. Yo, yo. And I think that's something we all want in life. We all want to build legacies. We all want to leave our marks. We all want to be seen. We all want to be on the scene. And not just on the scene, but we want to be those who the scene, who are. When we are on the scene, people stop and stare. People gasp in amazement. People look in wonder. People wondering bewilderment how did you get there how did you do it how did you make it happen? you want to be the notable you want to be the notable those who get notoriety those who have higher claim, those who are praised for whatever it is you do for whatever it is you do whether you build Google, whether you code for Uber, whether you got a wicked jump shot, whether you sell real estate, whether you're in the banking, Whether you do open heart surgery, you want to be known as the who's who in your field. and ain't nothing wrong with that. Because as they say, death is for the lazy. Death is for the lazy. If you've done the work to live, if you've done the work, if you put your mark on this planet, how could you ever die? If people, if tons of people have good memories of you, even if they didn't get to directly meet you. If you wrote a book. If you wrote a podcast. If you wrote a blog. If you wrote music and got it out there to the world. If you shared your music with the world. Your message with the world. If you shared your song with the world. If you shared your poetry. If you had beautiful children and you helped raise your children. one of your children ends up being adopted. Or one of your children ends up inventing Google. Or one of your children ends up being an NBA or a WNBA champion. One of your children ends up being the next Serena Williams. One of your children ends up being the next Mary McLeod Bethune or the next Maya Angelou or, you know, the next Aretha Franklin or the next Beyoncé. You know, you've contributed something amazing to the world and in that regard. So, you know, you don't physically necessarily have to do it yourself, but you could plant the seed that does it. You know, there would be no Tupac Shakur without a Phoenix Shakur and without Tupac's dad and without Tupac's whole fan. There would not be no who were amazing Black Panthers and doing a lot in the community in their own right. But you can definitely argue that, you know, having a Tupac allowed the legacy to be manifest on an even grander scale and uh, allowed them to take what they were already doing in a grassroots level and bring it across the world. So I say all that to say we all doing this to be forever. We all doing this to be immortalized. And if we wasn't, then we wouldn't go so hard late nights, early mornings. Not just immortalized, you know, with physical statues or our names and books, but immortalized in the eyes of our fans. You know what I mean? Just having family in and of itself is not enough to, to raise and to cultivate that family so that they can, one day, take care of themselves. Mighty share presence. It's how you live forever. It's how you create a legacy because now you've made people self-sufficient. Now you've made people who will continue to live under your name and under the 2 and guidance that you gave them, yeah, they'll put their own twist on it and their own spin on it, but if you taught them well, if you gave them the right steps at the beginning, they'll continue to build on your legacy and just continue to tweak it for the time frame and the era and generation that they live in, but they'll always speak your name, they'll always ring your, wave your flag, they'll always remember what you did, and they'll always honor the things that you brought to the table that allowed them stepping stones and roots and foundation and cement which what they built they house on which what they built they empire on which what they built they castle on laying the foundation brick by brick cement by cement pillar by pillar stone by stone rock by rock that's that's beautiful work and when you have people that can continue that work when you physically are unable to whether they be physically whether they be genetically related to you whether they be your children grandchildren or whether they just be people that you touched on such a big level if you had a big organization and people that just kept your name up and honoring you that's, that's the type of impact we want to have that's the type of legacy we want to leave those are the type of bells we want to ring those are the type of ways we want to say we made it we, we, we here we, we were alive and we will always be alive because our work will speak for us if you open up a after-school program, if you open up a uh, college scholarship fund, you know what I mean. If you open up a dance, a dance program, a traveling, a traveling sports club, a school, a church, any, t- uh, a an a, a annual clothing drive, a annual back-to-school drive, a annual haircuts for the kids before they go to school. Those are those are amazing things that you can do to give back on a big, bigger, grand scale, and then on a smaller scale, just just being there to help your family, because you may not be able to do the one, be the one that had the after-school drive, you may not be able to be the one that had the clothing rallies and the toys for tots, and you may not be able to be the one that toured the world and won Grammys. But if you spark that idea in one of your children, and then they get to do it, they're carrying on your legacy. You built that foundation that allowed them to succeed. You gave them an environment to flourish and succeed and be wonderful And You gave them an environment to soar in. You gave them an environment to conquer in and do wonderful things. And you uh, allowed them to dream big and you allowed them to, let, to know that their imagination had no bounds. You created that. You can do that on a grand scale in your community and beyond. Or you can do it in your home and in in doing it in your home it manifests on a grand scale a generation later so there's a lot of ways to be immortal and to live forever and the only way you will not live forever is if you're lazy so if you're lazy ask yourself do I want to be forgotten and if you don't want to be forgotten do the work to never be do the work to never be And you never will be. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. Bringing you the news, views, reviews, and previews It's just a twist of my ghetto point of view. I thought that that pep talk was necessary. Something was moving through me. I just let 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 the spirit keep talking, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta do that. Just get out the way and let the blessings and the jewels drop. Sometimes you just gotta get out the way and just let the manifestation happen. Just let the blessings happen. Just let the wonderfulness happen. Just let the the world happen, just blow them away, blow yourself away at the same time, we gonna jump into some music, this is his ghetto point of view, Sundays and Wednesdays catch us now here going crazy, catch us now here going crazy, catch us now here going crazy, here going crazy. tune in, tell a friend to tell a friend, we gonna jump into some music now, shit. Yay, guys. We're back. We're back. So, in NBA news, the Nuggets have officially forced a game seven behind the masterful work of Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and the crew, and uh, the young up and coming stud, Michael Porter Jr., who I still have no idea. No idea. No idea at all why the Knicks didn't draft. Like, I really feel that the Knicks genuinely are just playing to lose. And then I know people going to be like, here he go, he in his conspiracy bag. I, I, I. I know I'm going to throw my shoulder out with this one in the more words of the great black dot, but just hear me out. New York is a different type of market. New York is a very interesting place. New York is the kind of market that I might lose all my listeners right now, or y'all might just curse me out like crazy, especially the Knicks fans. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Send it my way, send it my way. All one word, lowercase, spelling is regular. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Send it my way if you think I am tweaking. And they did all that losing to only get the 8th seed. I'm sorry, the 8th spot in the draft lottery. All that losing. LaMelo Ball coming here. Not with the 8th pick. They're going to have to give up the 8th pick and RJ. Now, do they want to give up RJ? RJ's a problem. RJ's really, really good. I think RJ is more NBA ready than Zion. People gonna look at me like, oh, you bugging, you tweaking, look what Zion was doing when he came back from injury. Right, and then look what Zion was doing when he got in the bubble. It's like he went down south and ate all the hogs. All of them. And you know what? I know Zion's a beast, and he's gonna come back. He's gonna be a mad child. He just needs to be consistently playing. Because he needed, he had weight issues already coming into the season. And it's very clear that giving that type of person with the way he eats time off is always going to be problematic. At some point, though, Zion will grow up. And I'm talking about Zion Williamson, not Zion Harmon, who, while being a prolific point guard, doesn't quite measure up to an NBA caliber player just yet. Zion Williamson, forward, center for the New Orleans Pelicans is who we talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Zion came back into the bubble looking like his stomach was a bubble. <laughs> Yo, I love you, Zion Williamson. I really do. And I know you're going to have an amazing Hall of Fame career, but I don't think you came into your NBA life serious. I think Things have been handed to you a little too much. I think you expected to be in the NBA for a very long time. And because of that, you don't feel like you had to practice as much or as hard this past year. I know you killed yourself to get to Duke. You absolutely murdered everybody on your way to get to Duke. You played in a high school league where you were a man among boys. But you also supplemented that playing in some of the most prolific AAU travel club games that people have ever seen. You know what I mean? You had people like John Morant, the current rookie of the year, candidate on your travel club team. So, you know, it's amazing how things work out like that. But I'm just so happy that both of you were able to make it. And, you know, people saw the talent in both of you young gentlemen. Who are gonna have amazing careers and probably gonna end up being rivals as things roll out. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, man. He came back into the bubble with a bubble gut and a bubble gut, bubble bubble bubble, bubble gut, bubble gut, bubble, bubble 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 gut. And you can't you can't win no NBA title playing like bubble gum. You know what I'm saying? Everything real soft and squishy, like it's not gonna work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I don't care. You could be mad at me. All the Zion haters, all the Zion lovers, all the Zion fans. Y'all can say I'm a Zion hater. All of that. Come on, man. Zion Williamson is too talented. He has too many... Too, too many things going for him to come into the bubble when everybody was so hype and anticipating the pelicans to make it to the playoffs and start to get to see a early precursor to what could be with him and lonzo and brandon ingram and all those and that that team like that plentiful plentiful cast of really really good young pieces I I don't know I don't know what to say but it didn't look good at all. Zion came in looking like a bubblegut. Lonzo went from averaging an amazing 20 and 10 double double damn near to seven five and four something very reminiscent of his early rookie season outages and it's crazy because he was having such an amazing year and it's like another like Lonzo Ball is arguably probably one of my favorite players in the league right now like I really follow his story I dig him I dig his father I dig the whole ball brand I dig being independent I dig going for yourself I dig betting on yourself I dig not playing the game the way they want you to play, but the way you feel it needs to be played. I And on that, and I mean that on every level, to entendre, because on the court, in the boardroom, in the classroom, I would argue that this family has done things their own way with LaMelo opting out of school, with Lonzo being the man that he was, with Jello having to leave UCLA. So I feel on all three levels, these, this family has shown people a completely different way to get to the top spot, to change the game. And despite all of the critique, all of the hubbub that was put out about them, LaMelo may arguably still be one of the top picks in the draft. Despite people like Alan Foster saying that that was impossible because of some allegations about his uh, academic standings, Despite all of the controversy surrounding their father, who I personally love. Shouts to LaVar Ball if anybody affiliated with the Ball brand is listening. I don't need a pair of sneakers, but I wouldn't mind a t-shirt. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love the Ball brand. I love everything you guys stand for. And um, I think that the Ball family, as a family, is an excellent family. An example of black excellence. They don't get the tag for it because people find a lot of things they're doing unconventional, a little out of the box. But LeVar Ball is black excellence. This is a man who took his family from their condition, put an organized plan together, stayed consistently connected to that organized plan, did not deviate. From his plan, things got good, things got bad, things rose, things fell, things got positive, things got negative. That man stayed consistent, he kept his family consistent, he stayed even killed and poised, his family stayed even killed and poised. And that doesn't mean that he didn't have moments of anger and frustration. But what I mean is, when it was time to go do stuff, they went to go do it. It didn't matter how they felt, they didn't let those things get in the way. And because of that, they're where they ain't supposed to be. They're where they're supposed to be because they put in the work to be there. Sunrise, sunset, hell, high water. They put in the work, they're there. It is what it is. You can't knock them at all, which all you can do is celebrate their excellence and their greatness. They've really, you know, set themselves apart. They've absolutely set themselves apart. So what can you do? What can you say? Anything you say is, to me is just absolute hate. And you can say that's me having rose-colored glasses on when it comes to LaVar, Tina, Lonzo Zoe, Jello, Big Hank, Big Yank, and the fam. Even Andre Ball. Shoot, I, I was there listening to the Overtime episode with him the other day. Shout out to Overtime. This guy's great. Very good production. Very good broadcasting. Very good programming. They got the youth in the hoop movement all locked up. So they got the youth hoop movement, which is great because reports now that about 35% of our young kids are really into basketball. And that's across both sexes. So... Basketball is only on the uptick. And a family like the Ball family saw that. Saw that. I mean, it's only on the uptick. It's only going up. It's only going up. The game of basketball, like the money that a guy like Lamelo Ball could potentially make. <sighs> Insane. excuse me, getting my Essentia on, getting my Essentia on, shouts to Essentia, this water is so good, swear to you man, swear to you, Essentia, overachieving, H2O, yeah this shit is definitely, they definitely go above and beyond when they make this water, it's really good, but anyway, I think everything the Ball family's done to put themselves in a position is excellent. Definitely know the mellow's going top three. To which team it's up in the air. If I had to put my hand on it right now. He goes to number two to, to the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors trade him in a package deal. To the Milwaukee Bucks. Also packaging Draymond Green. And Andrew Wiggins and they get in return Yanis Antetokounmpo and some other young prospects and a couple picks in return from Milwaukee because Golden State does not play Golden State has amazing people in behind the scenes and when they send away big players they get back a ton in return and they get picks so if they sending away LaMelo Draymond Andrew Wiggins They're getting Giannis And they're getting some good young picks That's young prospects That's already on the books And they're getting picks Because that's how Golden State plays And can you imagine Clay, Steph And Giannis With that three, I don't care who you canceling. You can go get two people from the corner store. You can go get two people from the YMCA hoop and run. You can go get two people from wherever. I don't care. You put Giannis, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson on the court together for 37 minutes a night <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> my lord <laughs> what would they not be able to do and if they can keep somehow keep Willie Cauley-Stein that team losing more than five, ten games for a whole season and they could possibly go undefeated throughout the playoffs Willie Corley Stein is a young athletic move mobile big man he do not play he can pick and pop he can roll to the rim he dumps hard he jumps high he dunks he's catching alleys he plays savvy up to like 15 feet got a little handle got a little shake to his game Rim runner, young Tyson Chandler, bit more offensively savvy, polished. In in my humble opinion, young Tyson Chandler, but just very polished, much more polished offensive game, much more modern big offensive game. Just gotta work on that, Jimmy, all the way out to three. But he's got time for that, and he's on the right team where they'll they'll be able to help him with that, and they'll be able to compensate for that weakness. Because I mean, let's be let's be honest, Stephen Clay. I'm gonna put up 30 a night. Giannis might put up another five. That's almost 43 pointers being shot a night. And that's a regular part of their offense. And that's a regularly expected a part of their goddamn offense. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? How can you defend that? They need to be defended 30 feet out and then Giannis is going to be just... (sighs) Thinking about that makes my head hurt. Thinking about that gets me so excited. Like, I haven't even been in love with basketball that much lately. You guys know. But thinking about that pairing, if they could somehow pull that deal off, They were willing to send the the second pick, if they get it, if they keep it, they pick pick number two and pick LaMelo. So if they get LaMelo, they send LaMelo with Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green to the Milwaukee Bucks. And I guarantee you, Draymond Green would go for that deal. I guarantee you... Draymond Green will go for that deal. You know why? Because Draymond Green... Is ready to be his own man... On his own team. Draymond Green gets a lot of... You wouldn't be this good... If you wasn't in the system... Flack. And I'm one of the people... That are constantly... Preaching to people... That y'all sound crazy... What Draymond does... Is extremely valuable... And he... Is the precursor that makes the Warriors go not the other way around this man can dribble pass and shoot this man plays lockdown defense he can play all five spots of defense undersized he's a cerebral thinker he gets under the skin of the best scorers on the other team he is a championship winning player and a championship caliber player and he is physically at a point in his career where he's still got a couple more champion level years in him and I feel he can increase his offensive output a bit I don't think he's a first option offensively on the team at all he's easily your second or third option offensively and you definitely want to pair him with some guys that could kill but could you imagine if somehow they could they could pull that deal off and then do another deal with the Washington Wizards to get Bradley Beal in both, in Milwaukee, and prayer, Bradley Beal with Draymond Green, Bradley Beal and Draymond Green on the Milwaukee Bucks. To me, that's a team that could go to the Eastern Conference Finals. People who tell me I'm crazy. Okay, you've got two extremely cerebral, hard-nosed players play bigger than a position. One dribble, pass, shoot, play both sides of the floor. One dribble, pass, shoot, play both sides of the floor. One that could pull up from 30. One that could get you 10, 15 assists a night. And rebounds like a demon. Bradley Beal is an elite player that's also ready for a different environment. I think pairing him with Draymond. Andrew Wiggins. Whew. I think that's a three. That's three players that have been undervalued enough in their careers that if they get put together on a team, I think the sky's the limit. I think the sky's really the limit for that three. If that happens, say you heard it hit first. Say you heard it hit first. If it doesn't happen, it was nice to talk about. <laughs> it's your boy, Phantom Fuego. I'm bringing you the news, views, reviews, and previews with his Ghetto Point of view. But yeah, I say all that to say, screw the Knicks for not bringing in Michael Porter Jr. That man is going to be a problem, problem, problem in this league. They didn't draft Michael Porter Jr. They didn't draft Michael Porter Jr. And they could have had him. They didn't draft Bo Bo, another player the Nuggets, crept up on and they could have had him also. And both of those guys are going to be problems in this league. Bo Bo, Manute son. Seven foot something, pretty much three man. They going to make him play the center in the big as he get bulky. But that, he can dribble, pass, and shoot like a guard. And he is seven foot and change. Bo Bo is a problem. All he got to do is get NBA body right. Because his father played in a different era, so that body type was okay. But these trainers is different. These trainers in the NBA is special. And the NBA is also affiliated with pretty much all the amazing college trainers from across tons of different sports. They will put him with the right type of trainers to help him get his coordination, his footwork, his body mass, his strength, his endurance, his flexibility, his dexterity, his flex. His instincts, his twitch muscles, they'll get it where it needs to be. So his skill set will translate over to him being a starting player in this league. He is what the league is transitioning towards. Pairing him and Mitchell Robinson in the front court would have been a problem for everybody coming into the Knicks. It's what Porzingis and Robinson could have been. That's how high I am on Bobo. Bringing in Bobo and having him paired with RJ. If they had Michael Porter Jr., RJ Barrett, Bobo, Dennis Smooth Jr. You talking about a young team that would give people fits every time they came into the garden and give the garden something to talk about. But you know Jim Dolan don't give two rotten apples about giving the garden anything to talk about. You know Jim Dolan don't give two riding apples about giving the garden fans anything positive to talk about, I should say. Excuse me while I take a water break. He could care less. He could absolutely care less. It's not on his plate. It's not something he, he cares about. It's not something that matters to him. It's never been something that mattered to him. It will never be something that mattered to him. And that, my friends, is because I, and me, I personally feel that he is well aware of different plays and different moves that could have been made. He's brought in enough talented GMs. He's brought in GMs that have been players. He's brought in assistants that have been players. And now they got World Wide West. Worldwide West better goddamn do something. I know World Wide West and come to the Knicks To do nothing For those that don't know William Wesley A.K.A. Worldwide West Your favorite rapper's Favorite rapper's best friend Your favorite ball player's Favorite ball player's mentor Is a power broker Behind the scenes in the NBA Where he says go The players go when he says go, the players go. while West, William Wesley is now being brought on as a special consultant for the New York Knicks. To me, that spells big players is on the move to the garden. Good players is on the move to the garden. Who? We shall see. Could Giannis be coming to garden? Could Giannis Antetokounmpo want to take on the challenge of bringing back Madison Square Garden? Who knows? If he did come, does Bradley Beal come here? Does Bradley Beale go to the garden with him? That'd be very interesting. That would be a dangerous pair. One more player, and that's a championship squad. Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Knicks jersey, Kevin Durant and Kyrie in the Nets jersey. That's good for the, That's good for the NBA. That's good for New York City. That's good for basketball. That's just good for everybody. You talk about uh, entertainment value that would go through the roof. Giannis in the Knicks jersey. It's absolutely a frenzy. It's an absolute frenzy. Devin Booker then come to New York? Will Devin Booker be coming to New York anyway? These are the many questions I have. Will New York ruin all the opportunities? New article just dropped that Kevin Durant didn't think two minutes about the Knicks. Of course, I'm exaggerating, but he did say in the article that he really wasn't he really didn't have any intention to come to the Knicks, that he just didn't want to be the savior, etc. My sources say that's absolute BS. Then I, I fully do believe that there was a time when Kevin Durant didn't want to come to the Knicks. He was thinking about being a savior, but having those injuries, having a team treat him in such a manner, I think it made him rethink some things. I think it made him reevaluate what he was playing for and who he was playing for. And what meant more to him Playing with one of his homies Still being in the New York area Or Do Resurrecting That franchise Or maybe he never had it in his heart You know The man does run with Jay-Z Jay-Z is Brooklyn through and through Jay-Z is a Brooklyn Net owner Maybe that was never the plan Maybe the plan was always to be in New York But always to be in Brooklyn To say he never considered New York Knicks I highly doubt that Unless you start to believe The the Allegations that I'm throwing out That the Knicks are never intended to win So the only way A person like KD would go there Is after he's won two or three more Because don't get it twisted He's got two or three more left And after he's won that two or three more and it's over and he's on the other side of it, then maybe. But until then, I don't think we see a player of that caliber. The Knicks usually gets the brand name, but usually nothing's in the shoe box. But that little bag with the air fresh in the packet, this little bag of the air fresh in the packets, those little crystals that keep your shoes smelling fresh, usually that and the shoehorn. That's all that's in the box when you buy a pair of shoes from the Knicks. That's all that's in the box. Just a shoehorn. That little plastic thing that holds the back of the shoes together. Some f- smell goods. Some of those gels. you never get the shoes. You'll never actually get any substance. You'll never actually get what you paid for with the Knicks. You never get anything that you actually really want. I don't know why people keep falling for it. To me, it's a joke. They're the worst. I wouldn't even want the Melo to come here unless he was going to the Knicks. Why not go to the to the to the Bucks? To me, yeah, I think he will end up on the Bucks or a similar team. We'll pull off a huge trade and get that Golden State number two. Maybe Washington pulls the trade. Maybe Washington pulls the trade. Sends Bradley Beal. We shall see. But do the, do the Warriors really need Beal? Seems like Giannis would probably be the most likely trade partner. He immediately feels the need to play the five. Or the four. Or the three. So get Draymond out of there. Plug Giannis in. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is his ghetto point of view where I bring you the news, previews, and reviews. Just to twist my ghetto point of view. Let's jump into some music. Be right back. Yeah. Yeah, we are back. We are back. So in other NBA news, the Lakers, of course, I don't think that was a big secret, have advanced to the Western Conference Finals, and they are now just waiting for the winners between the Clippers and Nuggets series. Congratulations to the Lakers. Uh, The Rockets, um, yeah, man, don't seem to be able to get past, you know, the second round. Don't seem to really able to get any traction. They've brought in Chris Paul and now Russell Westbrook in the past few years to pair with James Harden. Um, Mike D'Antonio said he is not coming back now. Hopefully maybe they can keep Russ for another season, get a different coach in there that runs a different type of system that can take more advantage of having those two megastars on the same team. Cause I mean it's really unfortunate when you have two players of that caliber playing together that they can't get it together, can't get over the hump, can't be seen in the finals at least one time. I mean that's insane. That's insane. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Two amazing MVP-like ballers and a prime being taken out, you know, again and again, year in and year out. And of course, I understand, yes, they lost to LeBron James and Anthony Davis-19, another uh, another pair of Hall of Fame-level insane players who have way more height (laughs) to play with. I get all of that, but... I don't know man I just I don't think that the Rockets Are really living up to their potential Some people would argue That it's James Harden's fault But I would argue that James Harden wouldn't be Playing any way That the coaches The organization Hasn't asked him to play Hasn't allowed him to play And for whatever reason They've cultivated this player Who you know Takes these step backs And these sidesteps And these Euros And these You know These insane Insanely Amazing fadeaways from all over the court, but by the end of the playoffs, is generally out of gas, not relying on his team enough, and to have a player like Russell Westbrook be a cohort this time around, and this y'all second year together. Some people are saying this is the end of the James Harden era with the Rockets, and it may well be. Hopefully, they could keep Russell Westbrook though in Houston and now build around him and maybe get some different things going that'd be nice to see maybe it is time for James Harden to now be on a different team, just be in a different environment imagine James Harden going down to Miami playing with Jimmy Butler whew cause Miami's one piece away and I think playing with somebody like Jimmy Butler would be the kind of leader that James Harden needs to kind of get his act together. Cause you know, as talented as my guy Harden is, I think he is extremely hard-headed man. I think he's very hard-headed. I think he's an extremely intelligent player, but I think he is so comfortable playing the way that they've allowed him to play. He doesn't wanna play in a system where he has to now share. Why? It's gonna take away from his superstar cachet. He may sell less sneakers. He's doing just fine, dropping 40 a night, having these insane triple doubles, selling sneakers. He may not wanna win a ring. There are some players who are comfortable not winning a ring. And as much as we may want them to win a ring, they are comfortable being They they can go buy whatever ring they want from whatever jeweler you could think of on the planet. They can go get a full they own NBA trophy. (laughs) So they're not, you know, for some players that's not really their thing, but for others, the ring is it. A championship having a name in the law, that's all they know. And you can kind of start to tell by the middle of somebody's career what type of player they want to be. You know, some people say, oh, well, you know, things are more in certain teams' favors than others. And You know, yeah, that's all very true. There's definitely a lot of politics and, you know, certain markets. It's better for certain markets to win. But the Knicks is a market that it should be good for them to win. But I'd argue that it's a good, it's better for when the Knicks lose. Cause everybody hates him Like crazy Hate to me is very strong You know It's not stronger than love But It's strong enough To sell papers (laughs) But I say all that to say man Congrats to all the teams That have advanced To the finals Congrats to the teams That are About to advance Um Yeah I'm looking forward to it It should be interesting his ghetto point of view, we bring you the news, previews, and reviews, it's just a twist of my ghetto point of view, and other news, oh, it's been a long time coming, it's been a long time coming, now I dropped this new album, it's amazing, it's amazing, I just speak about this the other day on the podcast, but, um, I can't, I can't really say enough about it, it's such an amazing body of work. Those of you who have not had a chance to check it out yet, please do so. It is absolutely great. It is absolutely great. It is absolutely wonderful. It is uh, really, really good. It is a really masterful, 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 masterful work of art. So, uh, speaking of art, speaking of electronic arts, dun, 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 EA Sports, uh, Madden, in the new... Madden 2021, the football game uh, out on PS4, Xbox One, etc. They have reinstituted a free agent version of a character resembling Colin Kaepernick. he's not rated that low either he's rated like 81 you know for those who are into gaming and into the sports games you know that each of the players attributes are averaged out into a rating you know they have a rate system where they uh, award attributes for each character's different skills and, you know they have some characters are better than others and then that averages out to an overall rating his overall rating is about 81 which is better than the likes of players like cam newton who are actually active current you know players on rosters so you know that that of course drew a little suspicion a little ire and uh the fact that he has the black power fist as his celebration also drew a little uh intrigue from some people of course some people with genuine points absolutely some people making very intelligent genuine points and you know some people of course just hating And then some people in between. What I will say is. It's interesting that they will put him in the game. To me that's kind of a signal that there's something is about to happen. And then the fact that they have him ranked so highly even above other players means that they possibly know. That he has been keeping himself in elite shape. And that. When he gets back onto a field, when he gets with a team, if he chooses to go that route, I think they're saying they're confident that he will be a champion level quarterback again in the league, which is interesting, which is kind of dope. And you got to give them kudos and commendations for that. Um, Some people might see it as pandering. Oh, you know, because, you know, this meaningless thing, so... If you want to play as this Kaepernick character, you have to pay us $60 or, you know, if you get it with the mobile version, you might get the mobile version of the game for about five or 10 bucks, but then you have to pay for all these upgrades and player cards. And by the end you're playing hundreds of dollars with these mobile games sometimes. So, you know, it's a very interesting setup they got going on. But even with the uh, console setups now, if you want extra money to buy extra options, you're still going to end up paying, you know, sometimes double or triple, which has been on the initial game itself. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen uh, with the, with that computer situation, but uh, we'll keep our eye on it and uh, see how that gets worked out going forward. But it's interesting that uh caffeine got put into the, uh, Game. He is the highest-ranked free agent, and they were saying that they wanted to uh, EA Sports and in, in certain in uh, certain reporting said that they wanted to celebrate this amazing free agent and everything he's done. It's just, it just it just seems all so convenient now that everybody's willing to be on such front streets and be so brave about it. I mean just uh, 20 24 months ago, you know, this man was completely berated and insulted, and even 18 months ago, this was still 12 months ago. So, you know, yes, I'm happy he's the man who's now getting his flowers. But it just seems crazy how this uh, whole thing turned out. But uh, now in Madden, you can play as Colin Kaepernick. This is His uh, Get a Point of View. We bring you the news, previews and reviews. This is my Get a Point of View. Be right back. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's your boyfriend, Fuego. We back, we back. So, amazing piece, Wall Street Journal, recently wrote. It's actually a a news story that's been picked up by a couple big, very, very big papers, MSN, Yahoo Business, uh, Bloomberg Report, all have some excellent articles on it. It is a quote from this uh, Wall Street Journal article. Let me just pull this up. In 2019, American exporters shipped more than 1 billion pounds of plastic waste to 96 countries, including Kenya, ostensibly to be recycled according to trade statistics. But much of the waste, often containing the hardest-to-recycle plastics, instead ends up in rivers and oceans. Let me, let me read that again. 2019 American exporters shipped more than 1 billion pounds of plastic waste to 96 countries, including Kenya, ostensibly to be recycled, according to trade statistics. But much of the waste, often containing the hardest to recycle plastics, instead ends up in rivers and oceans. And after China closes its ports to most plastic trash in 2018, Exporters have been looking for new dumping grounds. Exports to Africa more than quadrupled in 2019 from a year earlier. And after China closed its ports to most plastic trash in 2018, exporters have been looking for new dumping grounds. Exports to America, to Africa. Exports to Africa more than quadrupled in 2019 from a year earlier. These are excerpts from an article entitled, Oil Industry Has a Problem and a Solution to Fill Africa with Garbage. I say again, the oil industry has a problem. And the solution, I'm sorry, big oil is in trouble. It's plan flood Africa with plastic. I say again, big oil is in trouble. It's plan to flood Africa with plastic. So this article is so amazing. And number one, I had no idea we were exporting so much Of our trash, our waste to other countries. Just never something I thought about, and it's not really something that we talk about. I guess in mainstream media and the general politics as they would call it, the community politic. You always hear these. So sorry guys, you always hear these large conversations about reducing, reusing, recycling people getting fined and stuff and not recycling. Never do you hear about 96 tons of plastic (coughs) being dumped. (coughs) I'm sorry, 96 countries being dumped tons of hard to recycle plastics and if China just closed off its ports in 2018 after years and years of taking people's garbage in I I don't want to that just makes me wonder, as a country, why, how would I feel about you if I knew that my leaders had to try to process your garbage? I just don't know how I'd feel about you as a citizen of the country that has to now deal with your country's waste. I'd argue I probably wouldn't feel that good. And you guys feel free to call me as unpatriotic as you want. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Feel free. To tell me I'm crazy. Feel free to tell me I've lost it. Feel free to tell me I'm bananas. Feel free to tell me I'm bonkers. Also, guys, support, support, please support. Your support is definitely appreciated, and it helps me keep being able to do this podcast. At, uh, Venmo, it is Phantom P H A N T M hyphen Fuego P H U E G O hyphen forty two. So that's Phantom dash Fuego dash the numbers four and two. PayPal phantomfuego at gmail.com that is p-h-a-n-t-m p-h-u-e-g-o at gmail.com because I get a lot of uh, questions people ask how can they donate to the show I definitely appreciate that guys I will have cash app and other payments donation options available in the near future but paypal phantomfuego p-h-a-n-t-m-p-h-u-e-g-o at gmail.com or venmo phantom dash or hyphen the one in the middle not the one at the bottom not the underscore the dash phantom p h a n t o m dash fuego p-h-u-e-g-o dash the number four two phantom fuego 42 with dashes in between fuego and 42 phantom and fuego phantom fuego and 42 phantom dash fuego dash 42 that's the Venmo. Please, please, please support the show, guys. Please give to a like, share, subscribe, tell a friend and tell a friend. Sundays and Wednesdays, we get to it. Sundays and Wednesdays, we get to it. Sundays and Wednesdays, we get to it. Sundays and now Wednesdays, we bring you the news, previews, and reviews. This is a twist of my ghetto point of view. Life is interesting. Life is definitely crazy. Life will throw you a bunch of curveballs. You can do a couple things. You can try to duck them and dodge them. Get out the way. You can try to evade them. You can try to catch them. You can try to take a baseball bat, knock those things out the park, Knock your troubles away. Like your problems away, like your friends' problems away. It's just too much for you, and it's too much on your shoulders already. Sometimes we all need that, you know. Love to everybody out there. Hope everybody living their best lives and doing their best days to get prepared for everything that's ahead of us. Doing all the things necessary, meditating, fasting eating swell, making sure they have everything they need in their homes, but, uh, yeah, so, again, back to this Wall Street Journal, so, it just makes me wonder, why, why do they need to take in our garbage, and what, what are we gonna do about this, because, I mean, it sounds like we're just producing entirely too much from materials that are not biodegradable, for materials that are just bad for the earth, hard to process, hard to recycle, hard for the earth to do anything good with. I mean, when do we get to the point as, you know, citizens and, I, you know, see sometimes like I wish articles like this, I wish information like this was more widely spread because this is a conversation that needs to be had for the good of the earth, for the good of our children, for the good of our children's children. Are these plastic containers biodegradable? Do they, do they recycle easy? And if they don't, are we just adding to the problem that we say we want to fix? Uh, recycling. That's great. Just something to think about. This your boy Fanny Clego bringing you the news, previews, reviews, but his got a point of view. Like those long dramatic pauses, don't y'all, man? This gives you a moment to reflect on the information. Damn, to think I, I never even realized China was taking in every bank of trash like that. The way the way so many countries talk about China, you would never have expected them to be a country that had its borders open to taking the the, the refuse and the trash of other countries and other nations. Only now closing its borders in 2018, according to the Wall Street Journal article, just makes you think, wow wow but, uh, yeah guys I'm about to jump out of here get into some music real quick we'll be right back <laughs> yeah so there's an amazing film on Netflix guys hashtag alive uh, stars this uh, New actor takes place in a uh, modern uh, Asian city. Um, and, uh, yeah, they don't, they're not very specific on what the city's supposed to be. Could it be New York? Could it be L.A.? Could it be China? I mean, they're not very specific. They, they try to say it is one of those places. that doesn't really look like it. So I'm not sure where it's actually supposed to be, you know, setting-wise. You know, just a modern, modern new city, new age city, modern, everything modern. Asian population. Um, and uh, you have the young man whose family is ravaged by a virus, and uh, the people all around turn into these bloodthirsty, zombie-like individuals who uh, start eating everybody else. And then, you know, that smoke transfers the virus to them. And, uh, you know, so his family sends him a message that he has to stay alive. I really enjoyed the film. I like the pace of it. The editing was great. Uh, you know, really good timing. Uh, he ends up eventually befalling a uh, young lady who uh, is really, really, really an amazing actress herself. Uh, really good fighter. They end up together, you know, trying to make it through and survive to the end of this great film. Um, the film's dope. I like it a lot. Technically it was awesome, you know, I really liked it. I liked the casting. Everybody seemed to be playing great roles. Uh, I didn't really have anything bad to say about the film. I didn't really use any try to use any too many special effects or anything, which, which added to the realism of the film. And I mean, these zombies, I mean, these zombies were very intelligent. I mean, they, they noticed things. They saw people from up above. They were able to pull on ropes and climb and I mean these zombies still had very fine motor skills man. like so you know this, is, this was scary and if this this is how zombies are gonna be you know count me out now count me out now i don't i don't want to play this game i don't want no part to this <laughs> i really don't check it out on netflix when you get a set guys hashtag alive and speaking of netflix netflix is going through a real set of drama right now netflix is going through some Problems. If anybody uh, doesn't know, there is a new film on Netflix. I didn't want to say it. If he shut down, sheesh. it's called Cuties, though, guys. And um, giving it energy either way, whether positive or negative publicity, is still giving it attention. So I'm not gonna talk about it very long. I just want to say I do feel this inappropriate. Um. I know some people are like, oh, well, just cancel the film, don't cancel Netflix. And, oh, canceling Netflix is too extreme. I understand they're just a aggregator, they're just a distributor of films. But as a distributor of films, I feel they should be responsible for the films they distribute. And so, if we're saying we're mad at this producer, we wouldn't have seen this film. This film wouldn't have got the light and the air, the money behind it, the financing, etc., it has gotten without a push from Netflix. So, in my mind, if we're gonna shut the film down, you may also have to shut the people who show it. And in the olden days, that would be theaters. But these days, it has to be Netflix. And so, I know why some people love Netflix because you know you have access to a world of amazing cinema right at your fingertips on your mobile devices, and uh, you can integrate it with all your technology. But uh, if we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. If we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. If we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. And, you know, sometimes even in those uncomfortable moments, those are the moments not even in, ju- in, in exactly the uncomfortable moment, seeing where a person takes a stand, seeing how a person uh, behaves on a particular topic, You know, that's that's when you know if a person's real or not. So it's like, what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna say, oh, hey, why don't you do more for people? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? But then when those people do take a stand, then they get knocked down. It's, it's crazy, it's like we live in this world where people will constantly say, oh, we need more people to take stands, we need more people to be in defense of things, we need more people to be understanding, progressive, inclusive, open, respectful of gays, respectful of black people, respectful of, of females with women's rights. The list goes on and on, it can run the game, respectful, more respectful of the, of the rights of children. And, you know." Respectful of the races, more respectful for the cultures, you know the list goes on and on of the things. The, the various initiatives that are being pushed and you know propelled to the top, and as they rightfully should, because so many different voices have been pushed to the background for so long and that now there's like a collective, a, a chorus of voices all trying to be heard. So it's hard to, to, to stand out and get your rightful reward sometimes in a climate like that. But um, I say all that to say stuff is crazy. Uh, and uh, you know Netflix should be held accountable. Um but I'm not gonna talk on much more of that. Um, if you if you've seen the film, you know, you you may like it awesome. You know, it's your right to like and appreciate the art and understand the message that uh the directors think she was trying to convey. this was just the best medium she felt that could convey the message because I mean it has gotten people talking absolutely but you know sometimes getting people talking at what cost you know um I feel now why not just make a dope film you know if you were that dope of of a movie producer why not just make a dope film like it seems like sometimes we want to cheat code the process so if i make this film that you know is very risque very almost you know almost in a, you know inappropriate in some people's eyes already but you know can be seen as you know very taboo on the things i'm gonna touch on in the film and have these small young 11 10 11, yeah, 10 11 12 year old girls fulfill it that could be, you know, that could be looked at a lot of different ways. And, um, it's like, what are you going to do? I watched the uh, behind the scenes and I heard the, the, the film director explain, you know, she was just trying to tell the story of this girl and how this really goes on and how, you know, parents and children can drift apart and the sensibilities that you can give your child growing up, uh, you know, those are going to definitely be tested and pushed pushed to the back, burned by the child, and, you know, put it to the chest, and, you know, have to walk through the lake of fire and in, put to the flames, and, you know, those sensibilities, those, uh, those lessons you gave to your child will be tested, and, uh, you know, your child's character, your child's resolve, your child's, uh, confidence, your child's self-esteem will all be tested, and child and stripped away, um, throughout, you know, especially going the going to public school, Catholic, going, to, going, to, going to schools. period, is one of the biggest places these things happen. And then, you know, travel club and stuff too, but you know, definitely school is the biggest place. Um, so it's hard, you know, it's very hard. And you know, I feel for people trying to balance that. Uh, do what's right, establish legacy, get to the bag. Get a statue. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Do what's right. Get to the back. Get to the statue. Do what's right. Do what's right. Do what's right. Get to the back. Get to the statue. Get to the living fiber. Get to the investments. Get to the moving. Get to the power. Get to the love. Get to the intrigue. Get to the entrees. Get to being a person that was synonymous with the culture itself. You know, it's gonna happen and sometimes when you speak out against things you can sacrifice those moments in your life where well, you could have been a voice for the culture on a grander scale, you could have been a megastar for the movement on a more global platform but you know, places like YouTube and stuff today it allows your platform to get just a bit bigger so you know, places like Anchor places like Spotify places like Tidal places like Overcast places like audio mac soundcloud places that allow you to share with the world if you take full advantage of them you will be able to be out there amongst the stars especially if you bring a dope content so create 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 places like netflix may need to go we need more black we need more brown we need more diverse, we need more inclusive, we need more open, we need more honest, we need more ingenuitive, we need more aspiring, inspiring, creative, we need less traditional, we need more new age, we need it, we need it, we need it, let's get to it guys, it's your boy Fanta Fuego, this is his ghetto point of view, some music real quick, we'll be back Yeah. yeah you guys are the greatest students in the world yeah i could be anywhere else in the world but y'all choose to be here with me and i so appreciate that please continue to like share subscribe make sure you activate all your notifications on whichever app and platform you're listening on tell a friend to tell a friend sundays and wednesdays his girl point of view is back and better than ever we doing this like we doing this. We doing this like we doing it for TV. We look so damn pretty. Our voices smell like Charlie across these airwaves. You know what I I'm just playing. But I really couldn't do anything without you guys. And I'm so appreciative. And it's so, so, so humbling that you guys are helping to start running the numbers up. You know, telling your friends, telling your family, telling your loved ones. Anybody that like sports, music, movie reviews. Hip hop conversations, conversations with dope guests, conversations about love, romance, art, politics, history, etc. His ghetto point of view is the show for them. His ghetto point is the show for them. Whether they work on Wall Street or in kindergarten classroom, his ghetto point of view, his ghetto point of view is the show that everybody can love, that everybody can listen to, that everybody can relate to. Whether you a brain surgeon, heart surgeon, rocket scientist. Or just the math teacher. His ghetto point of view is your show. Whether you just a janitor. Bussin' suds. Whether you just a McDonald's employee. Working a cash register. Whether you just work at Dr. J's. Selling sneakers. His ghetto point of view is the show for you. I do this for the people. You guys making me so feel so young. Feel so loved. Feel so appreciated. Feel so warm and enthusiastic. And ready to just run through a wall. I so appreciate all the love. All the positive energy. All the feedback. Please keep sending your emails in. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O P-O-I-N-T of View O-F V I E W. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. You guys are absolutely amazing. I'm getting out of here. I see you guys on Wednesday. We get back to it. Back like it. Back at it like we never left. Moving with it for the swiftest step. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 love you guys so much have a great one enjoy the weeks see you Wednesday get to it tell a friend to tell a friend his ghetto point of view is on Wednesdays and Sundays Wednesdays and Sundays Wednesdays and Sundays yeah we out of here guys enjoy the week